Welcome everyone again to another episode of Long Time No Here. Whatever, let's get started. Okay, I'm with the usuals. Um, no one else wants to talk with me, so hello again. I'm one of the usuals. <laughs> <laughs> hello. <laughs> um, uh, okay, yeah, let's do meme of the week. Um, I think we decided that Mako was going to share it. So, oh. off with you. Yeah, so this one is where a lot of you are probably seen the bottle cap challenge, you know, do a spinning kick and knock the cap off. Uh, this one, the guy holds out for his roommate to kick, and then it all goes in slow motion. And as his roommate is spinning around, he <laughs> takes the bottle away and puts out, like, this little anime girl statue. <laughs> oh, apparently his roommate, the one who's kicking, so you can see the roommate's face change from like, determination to shock and then to horror as he kicks his little anime figurine in half <laughs> falls <laughs> on the ground. <laughs> those labels expensive. Oh yeah, like those are so expensive too. So I <laughs> The comments and myself included are all like, he, they better pay him back for that. Cause, oh my gosh. Uh, that's an Miku. Oh no, it was some maid. Oh, that's even worse. <laughs> Maybe it was Hatsune, uh, Hatsune Miku as a maid. Who knows? Who knows? All right. Uh, we didn't have any follow up ones, did we? It's just that one, right? Yeah. Yeah, just that one. Yeah. Okay. We have, we have like two or three months worth of memes to go through, but <laughs> we didn't want to take the time going through them all. But anyways, I guess we'll start with our topics now. Uh, um, Lemon, uh, let's go with yours. Cool. So um, my topic was about difficulty in video games. And if you guys are... Yeah, just kind of talk about difficulty in general. Um, the reason why I thought about this topic is I've been getting into uh, the Mortal Kombat games and Street Fighter games. And fighting games tend to be on the more difficult side, but also I started playing Sifu as well. And yeah, and um, I was kind of wondering what's your guys' threshold for difficulty in video games? Because some games, I feel like difficulty is part of the challenge and part of the fun, but there's other games where the difficulty just gets in the way of the fun. And I was just wondering what you guys' thoughts are on that. Yeah, so most of the time, if I'm playing it for the first time, I always do normal. Um, mm -hmm. I tend to trust the game developers of what they imagine the average player base's skill to be when they start playing the game. And then if, depending on the type of game, um, I would either play through it or I think some games you can change it throughout the campaign, for example. Um, I'm playing, for example, Fallout New Vegas right now. I, have, I, I, didn't, I wasn't able to play it when I was younger. So it was on sale. I'm like, oh yeah, that game. So I bought it up and played it. Kind of sucks because it keeps crashing. 
Oh. <laughs> it me. But other than when it does run, it runs fine. And that game's a little different because each area has like different uh, in-game levels for the monsters, like the thing where they called. I only I only fought them once and completely lost, so I haven't death claws. Um, I think they have a certain guarding level, so they're supposed to be fought later in the game. Uh, but like for example, Halo. Um, if what? Okay, let me restart with that. When I first started playing Halo when I was younger, I did do it on normal. But with the shooters, um, I tend to start those on hard because the normal with just the experience that I've had with those games, it's just not as uh, difficult. But if I'm doing like an RPG, yeah, I'm just going to do normal because I'll go out and fight a slime and I'll wipe out the whole team, you know. <laughs> um, and then one last thing, and then I'll finish here. Um, I do like games with New Game Plus where the game does get harder, but you kind of keep the same equipment that you had before. And then that kind of feels uh, more appropriate uh, because you already kind of know what you're going through and you're more experienced. Um, with fighting games, though, I'd say, or RTSs, for example, they're stupidly hard and they shouldn't even be that hard. Like, you have to memorize every single move to do that. And I think with those things, it's just more of a, hey, look at me, I can do this. And woohoo. I mean, you're you're insane. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that actually brought back a bad memory for me. Um, there's a few. I played a lot of different RTSs. Um, you know, Age of Empires, uh, Empire at War. Tried out StarCraft for a little bit. Now, oh my gosh! Like, on normal difficulties, they're fun. Like Galactic Battlegrounds, playing through just all the campaigns on normal difficulty. That's a lot of fun. But when you do with some of these game modes, especially. Uh, Empire at War, it's a Star Wars one. If you do anything above normal, it's like within 30 minutes, a computer is suddenly flooding your base with soldiers and cannons, and you're still trying to gather enough resources to get to the second technology level or whatever. And I got to the point, I was like, this isn't even fun. So I just deleted the whole thing and started over at normal. So. Yeah, there is a point where difficult is too difficult and it just becomes annoying. But just the fact that you can choose the difficulty or, you know, some games like Legend of Zelda will kind of adapt it to you as you progress. It's not really too much of an issue nowadays. In fact, a lot of games will even, like, if you die more than twice, it'll start saying, hey, you can switch to easy if you want. There's no shame in it. So, and then, <laughs> and then of course, there's, like, 
some games like Wolfenstein, or if you put it down on easy, it gives your profile like a binky and a baby napkin. You know, it makes fun of you for doing it. But, oh, sorry, I'll let you finish your thought. Oh, no, go ahead. I was just saying, there's a video about that um, where people, or maybe it was just comments I was reading, but people were complaining about it because it's like, they don't want to be insulted to do a lower difficulty. You know, people that don't have that much time but still want to experience the game story. And it's like, oh, wow, I think you're being a punk. I have 30 minutes a day that I can play. I don't want to be put down the whole time playing it. Yeah. But oh, like, that's, that's its own thing. <laughs> oh, like, I feel like that's just a funny joke. But then again... I also think teabagging is really douchey and stupid, but other people will defend it as just like a joke, you know. So maybe that's just you know depending yeah, on each yeah. person. Yeah, this is all the attention. Yeah. Well, but um, for most games like Hammer, I'll just start it off on normal because you know it's a game. I just want to play it and have fun. And then if I really know what I'm doing and I feel like it's too easy, I'll switch it up to a harder difficulty. Like with uh, Immortals Phoenix Rising, once I got all the armor sets and got like to the end game where I had all the skills, I was just mowing down like entire groups of monsters with ease. I was like, oh, right. I need to raise the difficulty. And then it became more fun. So, and then Hammerhead also mentioned uh, New Game Plus, And I just beat Resident Evil 4, had a great time on it. So I was like, oh, I don't. I have other games I need to play, but I at least want to start a new playthrough. So I started it on hardcore mode with New Game Plus, so I have all my guns and everything. Oh my gosh, the first big fight you get into is so much fun. They're like, oh, enemies are harder and they'll hit you harder, but I'm just running around like laughing as I'm throwing grenades and a mini boss comes out and I just started popping him with a big magnum that I had until he went down. <laughs> it, was like, it was like one of those videos where it's like, 200 hours in this game and it just shows a person wasting everyone. Mm -hmm. So that was a lot of fun, but there are games where it's weird because the difficulty is a selling point and it's kind of like you're banging your head on the wall because you're furious at losing to the same boss for the fifth time in a row, but at the same time you're having so much fun that you're kind of addicted. It's hard to stop. It's that weird mix of fun and rage. So, yeah. I mean, Hammer and I play Monster Hunter, so we kind of, we both experienced that. And then I played through a lot of the Souls boring games and Lies of P. And, you know, it's just funny thinking, like, yelling at the boss, and like, that's a bunch of crap. And then take a few minutes to calm down. I'm like, no, it's not a bunch of crap. It's just part of the game, and then I die, and I'm like, that is a load of crap. And I finally kill it, and I'm like, okay, that was a fair fight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, see, with, with those games, though, it's it's interesting because they don't have difficulty settings. It's just, this is just how it is. You know? Yeah, you gotta just rise to the challenge, or get good, as the Soulsborne community calls it. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad you brought Monster Hunter as well, because I was thinking about that. It's 
it's interesting because the way that they do it is they have end game difficulty where you fight the same thing, but it's harder. But when you do fight it, the harder version, you get better stuff and then the higher quality stuff. And so it's like you want to progress that ways anyways. Um, otherwise, <laughs> you'd just be stuck in the beginning area. Yeah. And like a lot of the Soulsborne, well, a lot of those style of games, even if you're not like getting better weapons and armor, and you can a lot of the time, you're still getting better each time you fight it. And same with Monster Hunter, because you're figuring out, you know, attack cues, you're figuring out what resistances and what weaknesses your opponent has and which ones you need to account for. So, I mean, if you take it seriously enough to really think through it, then it does start to get easier, and then that makes that final victory a lot more satisfying. Yeah. I think so, it's when... Okay. I'm sorry. I think yeah. it's when, no, uh, when the game just outright, just like... Um, dang, I can't think of the right word. Whatever. But it just gets like four times harder than it was in the previous difficulty. It's like, that's that's not really a difficulty increase. That's just outrageous, <laughs> in my opinion. It's just like, oh, it was kind of fun. I, I feel like I could do a little better to womp womp. You're, you lost, like, don't try this again. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think for me, I don't really mind a game where it has like a little bit of a learning curve because I feel like once you like, because um, I was talking with one of my coworkers about, and he's talking about how, um, um, with Doom Eternal, for example, it wasn't necessarily a hard game, but it had like a learning curve to it, and once you get the curve once you like get the game down then it becomes like fun so i think uh, it could be applied to all games i guess but um yeah a lot of times i feel like it's more fun to have a game that's like challenging but yet like not just outright create outright um uh, what's the word like bullcrap i guess <laughs> because um yeah because yeah um for example like i heard someone once describe like uh fighting games where it's like compared to rpgs like you're given like a stat boost and that's what makes you stronger like your character's just stronger because it has like it's harder and stuff like that and has more health both like fighting games it's like you're all in the same playing field and your your character isn't upgrade isn't isn't um getting tougher you're getting better or you yourself is getting better versus your character's getting better so i always thought that yeah. that way is kind of cool but at the same time, though, like, um, yeah, at the same time, though, sometimes it's frustrating trying to, um, what's the word? Like, sometimes, some days I'm like, I just want to sit down and have, like, a fun time. I don't want to, like, have to grind out, like, two or three hours just to learn a specific combo in a fighting game, you know? Yeah. <laughs> but, oh, and yeah, my biggest issue. Right? Are you going to go ahead, Mako? Oh, I was just going to say, with fighting games, if you play through the single player content, a lot of the time there's also a really unfair boss. Like, mm -hmm. with Marvel vs. Capcom 3 Galactus, until I figured out how to play the game better, he was so unfair because he has, like, room-filling 
unblockable attacks, you know, and some that can't be blocked or dodged. So, but I mean, you know, in that particular case, I just needed to learn how to play the game better, like you were saying. But there are other bosses where I've heard like they're just straight up unfair. Yeah, I think that's that's my biggest issue with like uh, difficult games where it's like when stuff becomes unfair, when it's like they throw something in there just to like screw with you versus um yeah versus uh like if I die like I want it to be my fault and like I've done something to like prevent it versus like oh it just sucks sucks you know and I think the game I think I've noticed that the most was um the Force Unleashed. Um I tried playing on a higher difficulty because I played the game so many times where I was, I want to try something different but it didn't really feel like um the game was like getting more difficult. It just became more crappy i guess like it made the made the enemies hit harder and like it also made yourself like like there's unblockable hits so you can't do anything to prepare for and like there's no way to like counter them or anything it's like that's just kind of bullcrap at that point you know yeah mm-hmm. but but yeah that's my little rant about difficulty in gaming um i gotta talk uh, more about it, but I think we have other topics to go off for today, so I'll call it good for night or to, right. for right now. Well, well I, I, I'm sorry, I do want to continue just a little, but uh, okay. the last thing you were saying of it just being bullcrappy, it it really bugs me when, for example, like an RPG, you know, you, you fought it in the normal version of itself, and then it's just like a different mode or something, you know, and like, oh, we're going to change its normal moveset that it's always the same, except here, here, it's just going to be a little different. And even if you learn how to fight it, it sucks for you, you know, and it's like, that's, that's, and then inflation of health. It's like, oh, oh we're going to give it four times as much HP that it would normally. It's like, that's not increasing the difficulty that's just, really annoying yeah it just makes it more tedious at that point i feel like so yeah there was a oh, oh sorry oh i was saying that was my last bit as well uh just to go off that real quick there was a dark souls 2 boss called the fume Mike that became kind of infamous for just being on fun and he was a lot like that like you know he apparently when you're fighting him he'll switch up the timing of his attacks and since figuring out the timing is like one of the few advantages you can possibly have in that game, it was a lot of players weren't happy about it. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's all I have to say. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay. All right, um, let's move on to uh, kind of a drastic change of topics. But I asked you, you guys this question earlier. Uh, last month, like it was near close to the end of the month before Halloween, there was a I don't want to say article because it was on a news station, like the TV station, so whatever. Uh, topic, I guess, of uh, this was about Utah. I don't live in Utah, it's just there talking about Utah, of that they wanted to put in legislature to increase I think it was the age of minors 
before they're allowed to use social media. And um, a lot of people are saying, you know, that's probably not going to happen. Um, but it still brings an interesting topic of you guys believe that we need to change it because, I don't know, when we were younger, um, well, we saw the beginning of social media. Yeah. Uh, I mean, there's always chat rooms on like, I think it was like MS, MSG, MSN, sorry, Messenger, yeah. those type of things. But they're very small. Um, you know, then they came out with MySpace and Facebook and, and Twitter and Instagram and everything. And it's just become so conflicted, in my opinion, uh, social media, that honestly, I think it'd be a good idea to have that kind of increase because I don't know. I like, I rarely see people be nice to each other online. It's always bickering. It's always comparing. It's always, um, having this war and I feel like that might help it, but I'll see, you know, well, it's always been 13, but I don't know. 13 year olds are not that smart. <laughs> what do you guys think? Um, I probably think you're right. Like I would, like as you like you said, it's like social media. Oh, it's changed quite a bit over the years, and I th probably think it probably would actually be for the best. Like for the same time, like I'm not really want to like take away like the opportunity for people to do stuff, but same time though, I'm like thinking about how it, how it is and like how how especially how minors are targeted on certain on certain apps on certain mm -hmm. like groups. I think it might actually be a good idea to like. Not let them sign on until like maybe they're fifteen or sixteen, but at the same time though, um, my thought is maybe let them let like uh, minors like go on and view content, but not necessarily engage with it. Like mm. that's kind of my that's kind of my like stance on social media right now for myself is like I like to have these social media accounts and like look and see what everybody else is doing, but I really want to post stuff myself and mm -hmm. maybe let maybe let the minors possibly like like sign on to be able to like, go and look around and for example like follow like their favorite artists or favorite celebrities and whatnot and but not not like let them post or create their own stuff until like they're 15 or 16 or something like that maybe but that's my first thought i forgot i forgot to mention if i remember right they they talked about having id requirements i i think it was for younger generations until like they're 18 using like you know like a school id or something but, okay um that's interesting one but yeah what do you think mako um i kind of tentatively support that like i want to look a little more into it because maybe you know like we have to talk about how much restriction i like lemon's idea of you know maybe limiting interaction but allowing you know viewing and stuff like that because i know kids that use youtube for you know innocent stuff like they just want to look up videos about their favorite animals or you know just find some funny video to watch when they're bored so i think that would be fine 
but if we are talking about stuff like Facebook and Twitter, then yeah, I think we do need more kind of limitations on that. Because I think it needs to be kind of, it needs to be taught that social media is not the end all be all. I mean, it's a good way to kind of get an idea of the way the population is leaning and kind of the current zeitgeist, I guess, but it shouldn't be like your main source of information mm -hmm. because a lot of social media can turn into echo rooms. Yeah, exactly. Like you'll see movies that everyone trashes on it on Twitter or Reddit or whatever and says, oh, this movie sucks. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. It ruins my childhood, whatever. But then you find out they're making a sequel and you find out, oh, yeah, the first one is actually a big success. So it's like, okay, so basically all this stuff, all this negativity I kept seeing across social media meant absolutely nothing. And the vast majority of people actually enjoyed it. So I think, yeah, kids just need to be taught, be careful what you see on social media because it doesn't reflect the population, the majority all the time. And then like, like Hammerhead was saying, there's also just a lot of negativities. So, you know, it would be nice to cut down on that. And um, he mentioned that they were looking into using school IDs. That would be a good way to reduce toxicity. You know, if someone was able to hold them accountable, if they were posting discriminatory uh, posts or slander or misleading information. So, and I think it's studies have also proven that social media is unhealthy mentally and emotionally to a point. So I think just kind of finding a way to educate kids on using it before they get into it and then kind of limiting that, limiting their access until they're ready and responsible to use it. Would be, I think that'd be a good thing to talk about and to look into. So I, I fully support them looking into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I feel like it's a tough one because I'm, I might, like, we're not minors. So it's, I feel like, I would, how would I feel if I was a minor? I also don't have any kids yeah. that I feel about too, <laughs> but at the same time, if I did have kids, I probably would feel more differently about it. And, like, I probably want them to be more protected as well. But that's yeah. tricky. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like that almost falls more on the parents' shoulders than the government's shoulders. But at the same time, they're like, yeah, I guess I have to like watch out for stuff that happens on these places. But I like what you said earlier, um, uh, Mako, about how like social media is proven to be unhealthy to a certain extent. And it made me think of this meme where it's like, or someone pointed out where all these Facebook moms complain about violence in video games, but then you should point out that social media is like a lot worse. And a lot of these people tend to spend a lot of time on social media versus video games. It's like, well, Video games are probably more healthy for you than Facebook, you know? <laughs> yeah. But yeah. No, and you made a great point that kind of a lot of it is on the shoulders of the parents. It's just, you know, not every parent is a good parent or even the good ones aren't always aware of, you know, what's good and what's bad for their kids. So, but I mean, yeah, you make a good point. I probably trust individual parents with that better than some wide-reaching government program because that usually screws up something. Mm 
Yeah, and and I mean, people always find a way to get around, but I do like the idea of limiting what's shown. Um, I mean, that sounds very like dystopian, <laughs> but yeah. um, I mean, that's not a general population thing. That is, it, it's geared towards younger generations. I mean, uh, you, you can't remember who said it. I'm sorry, I'm going to say it was Lemon. Um, <laughs> it was that things are targeted specifically for the younger generations. And I remember, I think it was that one tech dude that like had some two scammers themselves and child predators. Um, and people were talking about like Snapchat. No, you know, like these underage kids are sending these super illicit things, and the the people that made Snapchat, you know, made it so it be geared more towards younger kids, and that they still have all that information on their surfers, you know, every picture, and it's like. Why was that even available in the first place? You know, they have too much. That sounds bad. I'm un-American. Too much freedom. <laughs> Go back but, to China now or something. Yeah, but you know, it, it's that fine line. It's like how much can we protect them, and how much freedom should they be given? You know, they can't even vote. Why are they doing these super? inappropriate things that age time, you know, I was sending, like, well, I wasn't personally, the kids were saying, like, giggly notes to each other with, like, 13 not sending dudes. Yeah. Well, to an extent, to where I live. But, yeah. I think that, uh, at least the educational part of um, better use of social media should be a thing. Yeah, definitely. I'm kind of glad I didn't have like a Facebook or Instagram when I was like young, younger, like when I was a freshman in high school. So I feel like I would have done a lot of cringy stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, yeah. I've deleted. I've deleted posts like memories that show up when I was <laughs> 15, 14. <laughs> like, oh, gosh, no, I, I don't even want to see this myself. Okay. Anything <laughs> else? Yeah. It kind of reminded me. Um, yeah, I was watching like this re TikTok reaction video to a bunch of cringe stuff, and the guy that was like reacting to stuff, he kind of made a. He was doing it on Twitch, and a lot of people were roasting these people in his Twitch chat, and he made a good point. He's like, "Like, you know, what? if like if you all had TikTok when you were the same age, you would have been posting the same cringe crap as well. So <laughs> just be grateful <laughs> you didn't have you didn't have TikTok when you were cringy little teenager, you know. <laughs> so like that's a good point. I probably would have done a lot of cringy stuff as well if I had the means to. <laughs> Yeah, I don't even want to look at my MySpace. Probably gone, anyways. <clears throat> okay. Um, that's good. We have a few minutes left. Um, Mako, do you think we have time? Or uh, I know Lemon, you have something there as well. You don't um... have time either. I don't think we have enough time. If, okay. uh, yeah, if Lemon's got something at nine. 
Yeah, I don't, I don't want to short stick you out there with your topic length. Um, so we'll probably end it there then. Well, it's good hearing you guys. Um, yeah. 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 Good thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> let's let's see if we can meet up again. Uh, probably not during Thanksgiving, but uh, or the end of the year. Yeah, but I was not to, to the end of the year. I see if we can meet up a little sooner than that. A little after yeah, Thanksgiving. Okay. Um, what days usually work best for you guys? Because I usually Thursdays, Thursdays and Fridays are the best for me. Well, sometimes we'll, Sundays as well. Well, we'll. We'll discuss this after we finish the episode. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> we don't need to bore all of you with that topic. Um, but anyways, thanks for listening. Those who are, um, in our posterity. (laughs) (laughs) Well, talk to you guys later. Bye. Thanks for watching or listening. Bye. Bye.